the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Saints of God, a door of opportunity has been opened to all of us who are born again to have a close, intimate, personal relationship with our Father God. But unfortunately, although that opportunity is made available to all of us, not many of us have and enjoy the kind of close, intimate relationship with God that He wants. One of the reasons why is because many of us don't know how to increase our intimacy with Him. There are things that the Word of God says that we can do to increase the intimacy between God and us. There are pathways that each of us can follow that will get us to the place where we have the kind of close, intimate relationship with God that He desires to have with us. So come on, let's learn about some of those pathways that will tell us how to get there. That is, into a closer, more intimate relationship with God. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Time to be blessed up in the house of God today. Come on, get two, three, four, four, five, five around you and tell them to have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. And I'm telling you, y'all about to get blessed up in here, up in here. Up in here in Jesus' name. How y'all doing today? So am I. Same Lord, same faith, same results. If you got your Bible, turn to Matthew chapter 3 and get ready for this word I'm about to give to thee. Well, we're going to read. We, 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 of course, learning some, some things that's going to help us get there. Praise God. We've been learning about pathways to intima- increase intimacy with God. Pathways to increase intimacy with God. And we've been learning about the awesome opportunities that we have to be able to increase our intimacy with God. We'll read the foundational text, move on into today's information, which I'm telling y'all ahead of time is going to bless you at this time. Come on, have an ear to hear what the Lord's going to say to you. Matthew chapter 3, we'll begin reading at verse 13. It reads, Then come of Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me? And Jesus answered and said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water. And lo, check it out, the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, check this out too, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Of course, we know that this is talking about Jesus Christ, our elder brother, our Lord and Savior. He's our elder brother because we received him as our Lord and Savior. 
Because the Bible says in John chapter 1, verse 12, it says, To them that received him gave he power to become sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. I got anybody in here that believe on his name? Well, you are the sons of God. And this is talking about Jesus Christ, who is the son of God. It was already declared by the Father from heaven. He said, This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. We've already learned that that word son in the Greek is the word huio. Huio, H-U-I-O. Praise God, it's huio. And we found out that that word, praise God, is talking about a son. But yet it does not tell you what kind of son it is because it could be an either an immediate son or a close son. It could be a remote son or it could be a distant son. So what we do is look at the adjective that's attached to it to be able to determine what kind of son Jesus was. We found out that Jesus was a beloved son, which means he's a dear son, which means he was a near son. Because a near son is a dear son, praise God. And, and that's the one that was dear to God, was one that was near to God. Because we found out that he didn't say nothing other than what his father said. He didn't do anything other than what he saw his father do. You can't see nobody do something that you ain't near, that you ain't around. You don't know what it is he has to say unless you heard the words that he shared with you wherever you went around town. So we found out he was a close son. And so since he is our example of how it is that we're supposed to live our lives out, then we've made a decision that this is our year to become close sons. We found out, praise God, that one of the things that Jesus did as a close son was pray to his father. He spent time with his father, communicating to his father. And we found out that that's the same invitation that God has extended to me and you too. Because we found out that prayer is a pathway to intimacy with God. So therefore, we've been entering into prayer a little bit more often. We've been, we've been going before the Father just a little bit more frequently. And we've been staying in front of the Father just a little bit longer. Praise God. So that we can be able to get a little bit stronger and move forward in all that God has in store for me and you. Because we found out that when you call on God, God will answer you. That God answers our prayers quick, fast, and in a hurry. Praise God. That God answers our prayers quick, fast, and in a hurry. Hallelujah. We've, and we looked all through scripture to see he did it for other folk. Praise God. It's not even in the covenant that you and I are in. We looked at how Daniel prayed and God said he answered him immediately. Sent Michael to be able to let him know, praise God, that he answered them immediately. Praise God. Hallelujah. And, 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 and excuse me, sent Gabriel. Praise God. Michael was there to bust up the devil that was trying to stop him. Praise God. So he could be able to get through. We found out Daniel's prayers were answered the day he prayed them. Because we found out God answers our prayers. Because we found out that if he told a natural father that if you being evil are willing to come through for your little crumb chaser, don't you think I'm going to come through for you? Because I'm, he said he would come through for us uh, 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 quickly, praise God, if we do what it is he told us to do. See, there's great benefits to being able to uh, seek God. That's why God told, me to, told, told us to seek him, inquire of him. We found out that word seek translates inquire. God wants you to inquire of him. Because if you decide to make a decision... If you decide to make a decision to be able to lock in with God and begin to acquire of him, seek him, and spend time with him, awesome opportunities have become available to you. Turn to Zechariah chapter 13. Zechariah chapter 13. One book before Malachi. I know you was reading it last night. Zechariah chapter 13. I just said it out there like that so you wouldn't be making everybody else feel embarrassed while you get to it all quick and they're they, they, they taking the time getting to it. So, Verse 9. And it says, I, I will bring the third part from the fire and will refine them as silver is refined. It's talking about the ones that he's going to deliver and bring them to himself. And will refine them as silver is refined and will try them as gold is tried. They shall call on my name and I will answer them. Listen to this. I will say it is my people and they shall say 
the Lord is my God. Did you hear that? God not only, God hears and answers our prayers because it's personal to him. God hears and answers our prayers because it's personal to him. Did you hear what he said? He said, when we call upon, when we call upon him in prayer, God says that he will, that he will say, it's my people. It's my people. Any mothers in the house say, hey. Can you, can you, can, 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 can there be like a bunch of kids all outside making all kind of noise and having all kind of commotions and stuff going on? But then when you hear a specific cry that you know, that's mine. Anybody feeling me like that? I remember, I remember, I remember uh, when I was serving a God under Bishop Keith A. Butler in Southfield, praise God. Uh, it's just, you know, just a man of God that was in the house of God, loving God, serving in any capacity I got a chance to do. I remember, in fact, Reverend Sweet Daddy, his, his wife was here a couple of weeks ago, Bernice Johnson, praise God. Uh, he was in the hallway with me. Reverend Suge was a little bitty little fellow, praise God, a little bitty little, you know, you know, still just cool back then as he was now, praise God. He still didn't move fast, didn't do nothing, you know. You know it was just same as he is then, he's just taller now, praise God. Eat more now, praise Cost more now, praise God. Amen, but same thing. And I remember we was down in the basement around two corners because the nursery was way around two corners. I was in the, I served in the bookstore back then. I was, used to serve big time up in the, one of the places I served was in the bookstore. And I remember I was in right outside of the bookstore. You had no idea how loud it is down there. Across from the bookstore was the youth, uh, youth room where the youth were. And you know they loud. Praise God. And they was like all of them. And, and this was pickup time where their parents would come by and pick them up and everything like that. And everybody all loud and screaming and hollering. And, and it's in this confined basement. And all this noise is going on. And around two corners, Suge was in the nursery. And I heard him cry. And while he was talking to me and all these other people were talking to me, I said, excuse me, excuse me. I said, that's my son. I got to go. I'll, I'll be right back. He's like, man, what are you talking about? I said, that's my son. And I, and I went around the corner, and then I went around, excuse me, excuse me, through all these people, went around the corner, excuse me, excuse me, went to the door of the nursery, and there he was, sitting there crying and stuff like that. I said, shut up, boy. No, for real. <laughs> Something like that. Amen. <laughs> hey, fathers, you know, mothers would have picked him up. You know, fathers like, shut up, boy. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Got all that, that noise. Praise God. <laughs> Point I'm trying to raise. Is that when you spend time with somebody, you recognize their voice. God wants to make, put you in a position. God needs you to understand. That'd be a better way of framing it because you're already in the position. God wants you to understand that when, that when you become his people, God knows your voice. And when he hears you cry, he said, that's my people. Think about it. We're God's people. Me and you are God's crew. Me and you are God's crew. And he's listening for our prayers so that he can do only what he can do. He called us his people. That word people in the Hebrew is a tribe. It's a tribe. This speaks of family. We God's family. So, you know, we're not merely God's women and men. We're also God's clan. We're not just God's woman and man. We're God's clan. We're God's family. We God's peeps. We God's children. Come on up in here. He said, my people. Talking about his personal. See, it's good when God identifies us as his people. 
It didn't say that we would identify him as a God and he would identify, then he would later on identify himself as, as, as you, my people. No, he said, I'm your God. I'm, that's my people. We'll come along later and say that's our God. But he does it first. God claimed you before you claimed him. It's good to be God's people. There's advantages to being God's people. Psalms 114. That's why I still ain't figured out why the church trying to act like the world. Let me see. You're trying to act like the disadvantaged and the folk that don't have no advantage. When you the one with the advantage. We're trying to imitate the world. Why? They don't have what we have. We are advantaged people. You look at your neighbor and say, you special. And then go ahead and clean it up. Say, I meant that in a nice way. I meant that in a nice way. Praise God. Amen. Psalms, Psalms number one. We turn to Psalms number 114, please. Hallelujah. Man, I got that wrong too. Being God's people has some advantages to it. Praise God. <laughs> I don't want Psalms 114. Trust me on that one. The Bible tells us. Let's go to Psalms 115. Let's do, let's do that one. Huh? That one that will work for now. Psalms number 115. Let's do stanza number 15. See, being God's people has its advantages. It says, ye are blessed of the Lord, which have, which have made heaven and earth. So we are blessed people. Oh, yes, we are. I said, we are blessed people. We are tremendously blessed people. In fact, the, the literal Greek tells us that we are a happy people. The Bible says, happy are the people whose, whose, Lord, whose Lord is God. It says, oh, happy are the people whose God is the Lord. That's what it says. Oh, happy are the people whose God is the Lord. That word happy is talking about happiness. We are people with happiness. Now, I know, I know you say, wait a minute, Pastor. I thought you taught me years ago, and you've been teaching me for a while now, that we, ain't, we don't need to be ha- happy. Because, ha- because happy is based upon happenings. Well, yeah. But at the same time, when you got God as your Lord and you his people, there are going to be some happenings that you're going to be happy about. Praise God. Hallelujah. Don't see happiness, though. See God. And when you find out who God is and you lock in with God like you're supposed to be, happy is going to come to thee. In fact, it's an, actually an interjection, making it, oh, how happy. When the psalmist said, happy are the people whose God is the Lord, he, uh, people whose God is the Lord, he's saying, oh, how happy. I mean, he ain't just saying, happy are we. How are you doing? Happy. No, this is, oh, how happy. Oh, how happy he has made me. Oh, how happy he has made me. Oh, how happy. See, it's an exclamation. It's like, you, you, it's an exclamation. 
See, God does stuff exclamation point. When God do it, it exclamation point. He try to make a point by making an exclamation point. Oh, how happy. I got any folk that's all into the oh, how happy by now. Oh. Then throw your hands in the air and wave them like you really don't care. And if you're happy like God is your Lord, let me hear you say, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then somebody scream. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let me show you one of the reasons why you'll be happy that God is your Lord. Turn to Jeremiah chapter 33. Let me show you one of the reasons why God why it's gonna be, you're going to be happy that God is your Lord. It's just one of them. And you will throw your hands in the air like you don't care. And you'll be saying, oh, yeah. Jeremiah chapter 33. <laughs> See, God invites us to enter into prayer with him. He invites us to call upon him in prayer. He tells us he'll, we'll, he'll do certain things for us if we do that. We'll start with verse 2. It says, thus saith the Lord, the maker thereof. Remember, remember he said the maker. The Lord that formeth it to establish it. The Lord is his name. Call upon me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knewest not. He said, call upon me. Good God, I like that. Of course, that phrase call upon right there means to speak to me personally. Call me by name. That's what the actual word call in the Hebrew is. Call me by name. Call me like you know me. Call upon me, and what will you do, Lord? I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. That word show right there means stand boldly out opposite. To stand boldly out opposite. In such a way, as you looking at God, God will show you some things. And stand boldly out opposite them, displaying them to you. I come from Detroit originally, praise God, the Motor City. Praise God. Hallelujah. Which, amen. East side of it. Yeah, man. That came from the Motor City. Praise God. And I remember the auto shows. I used to love the auto shows. When I was a young head coming up, that was one of those things you couldn't miss. We had to come to the auto show every year. That was just something they did. Praise God. Went to the auto show. And one of the things, that we, we, we young heads, we didn't know nothing. We was young heads. And we wasn't saved either. Praise God. We was young, unsaved heads. Praise God. And so when we would go to the auto show, praise God, we used to love two things at the auto show. Number one was the fine cars. They had some fine cars up in there. They had concept cars, praise God. They didn't just have the cars you could buy. They had the cars that, that ain't even around yet. That's like the only one, praise God. And, and you'd see that car, you'd be like, oh, oh, see, that's what I'm talking about. You know, it had a, the gold wings on it or something like that. Or they would hit a little button, boop, boop, boop. And the, and, 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 the, and the doors would open up. You're like, oh, see, that's just how cold. We'd be like, oh. All the little fellas would be like, oh. We'd be like giving high five, low five. Giving, we used to give you five. What's up, baby? Dang. Be cool like, yeah. Love those cars, boy, like that. 
You get a chance to see the brand new cars because they wouldn't display them until they, many times the new cars wouldn't be displayed until they hit the auto show. You'd be like, see, that's what I'm talking about. You get a chance to get in, and, then, and, 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 and the ones that you could buy, they let you sit in. You'd be like, oh, and like a little kid, you sit in it like you, like you got the money to buy it. And you'd be sitting all up in this ride, and people that could actually buy it would be standing outside and say, excuse me, are you getting out? You're like, when I'm finished, praise God. <laughs> and you're just sitting out there hanging like, you, like you're going to drive the car. Amen. It used to be fun. Second thing that we used to like is little young unsaved heads. Along with the fine cars was them fine women, praise God. <laughs> it's like they used to hire the finest women when we was little heads, you know. I grew up and I found out that the finest women is in church, praise God. Hallelujah. I'm for real. You think I'm making this up so that I can get out the door safely. Praise God. No, that ain't the reason why I'm saying it. The reason why I'm saying it is because that's the truth. The finest women is in church. Because beauty's only skin deep. But ugliness is to the bone, baby. And if, if she ain't saved, don't follow God and don't obey God, love God, serve God. She ugly in the mug, doesn't he? Ain't number funky flesh. That's why you don't even concern yourself with that. Finest women is the Christian women. The ones that serve God, love God, open up their Bibles and read it and know what's in it and can pray heaven down. Them some fine women right there, baby. But I was unsaved. I, didn't, I hadn't learned these revelations yet, praise God. So these fine women would stand alongside that automobile. And they would display it. And then as it would rotate, they would. Man, you used up more film, praise God. Amen. Man, give me another pack of film. Shooting the cars, praise God. You be shooting the car. And, and, and the women, praise God. But the point I'm raising is, is that the finest cars had the finest women next to them. They ain't put no, like, scrub next to no fine. Because a lot of the people wouldn't even see the car till after they saw the woman. Because she'd be, like, sparkling, have on, like, a, a, a gown, one of them evening gowns, and it'd be sparkling under the lights and stuff like that. And you'd be way over there. You'd be like, oh, man, look, come on, let's go. And we'd run way over there and stuff like that. We'd be like, oh, ha, <laughs> ha. And all of a sudden, eventually, you see the car. And you'd be like, oh. <laughs> That's why they put them there. They put them there because they know you're going to look at them. And when you look at them, they're standing boldly out opposite what they want you to focus on. Well, God, who's fairer than 10,000, he the finest that there ever is and ever was who knows that you're keeping your eye fixed on the author and finisher of your faith, who knows that you keep your eye fixed on him that you might stay in perfect peace, who knows that you're keeping your eye on him because he's your example of what you need to do. But you're going to keep looking at God and then you're going to see he's standing boldly out opposite something he wants to show you. That he wants boldly out. See, a lot of us is looking for stuff in life. Can I help you find what you're looking for? Find God. 
Keep your eye fixed on God. And if it's supposed to be in your life, you will eventually see it next to God. While you're looking at God, you'll see it. While you're looking at God, you'll see her. While you're looking at God, you'll see him. While you're looking at God, while you're looking at God. See, a lot of men come to church trying to find a woman. Wrong answer. Find God. Because the blessings of God are yea and amen in him. Does that make sense? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when you're standing there looking at God, you'll say that he's standing boldly outside stuff and our opposite stuff. And he's trying to display it to you. He said, this is what I want you to see. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope you were blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope that you learned a little bit more about the intimate relationship that God wants to have with us. I hope even more that you're learning about the pathways that we can take to have that increased intimacy with God that he wants to have with us. So let's believe God's word is true and let's walk along the pathways to increase intimacy with God that he's laid out for me and you. If you want to hit a message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center. 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. Don't forget, Are You Ready for the Word? is on YouTube too. There's all kinds of messages there for you to hear and see on demand. that will flat out bless you. And when you get your chance, check out our website, too. It's at WOFSA.com. That's the first letters of Word of Faith, San Antonio. That's WOFSA.com. You'll be blessed there, too. I guarantee you. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.